Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. And say, Steve, we've got another thing going on right now. What window is open? The listener request month window, Andrew. And I'm glad oh. you asked. Oh, close that window. No, 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 no. It's, it's one more week, actually, before it gets too <laughs> cold in here. Yeah, we, we, we used to do it longer. Now we're doing shorter. You got to get those calls in. That's right. Get off your ass. Don't don't ponder about it. Don't don't. You don't have to go to a dock and think about what you want to request. Just whatever's in your heart right now. Call That's in. a great thing to say. Like your first instinct of like blah, 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 babies, kids. <laughs> like you should just do it. Just mm-hmm. do it and get it out there, man. Mm-hmm. Live your dream. Uh, so you know, like every listener request month since the dawn of this show, uh, you know. Uh, ten-year rule is off the table. Uh, just don't uh, have it be a movie that's legitimately good. Uh, don't have it be a movie that we've done an episode on, because that's a supreme waste of time for everybody involved. Can I change it? It's a wild card listener request month, because it's the lottery system. We're putting it all into a hat. Yeah. We're going to go on Periscope. We're going to pick up four or five titles, however many weeks there are in the month of March, <laughs> which I haven't checked yet. You know what? We didn't get that far into it, okay, everybody? Yeah. No, yeah, we did, yeah I, we've gotten a few emails. We're not accepting emails. You got to call in, and you have to, you know, name first name where you're calling from yep. is, is fantastic. What the movie is, a brief description of why it should be an episode. Get in and out in under two minutes. Totally, and now, that's that. But now, Steve, what are we emailing about? We are emailing about Animation Damnation. Uh, we do this every listener request month for the last couple of years. Uh, just shoot me. Uh, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Your uh, cartoon of choice. It's got to be a 30 minute ish cartoon. Your cartoon of choice. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deleted scene from King Ralph for sure. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Um, but it's uh, whatever 30 minute ish cartoon. Yeah, but yeah, but do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He did play uh, Flintstones. Flintstones might be a great listener request month. Uh, if you oh, put a little yeah. bug in your ear. Um, <laughs> but um, just 30-minute cartoon, 
Uh, it needs to be on YouTube. It needs to be on a link that you can give me and or say, hey, it's on Netflix or Hulu. Yeah, totally. We need to be able to find this thing. We're not buying DVDs of a, no. of a box set of Hanna-Barbera, God knows what, because those <laughs> get really expensive. They get expensive, but man, talk about a good use of a tall glass of water. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just shoot an email, weallhatemovies at gmail.com, who you are, where you're, where you're calling from or emailing from, and what you'd like to do, and the link to the thing. 718-925-3893 is the number for the We Hate Movies hotline international listeners just send us a little contact request at our skype name we hate movies all one word now when does that window close i think it's uh february 8th february yes. 8th at the stroke of midnight right. uh, yeah. when we'll be dropping uh, eastern our next episode. standard time can't stress this enough folks world revolves around new york yeah, I'm, I'm in bed <laughs> i'm in bed by eleven fifty-eight eastern standard and i i can't yeah. be staying up till three o'clock in the morning while these california potheads <laughs> Call in at all hours. Steve's Uncle Frank, everybody. <laughs> 718-925-3893 is the number of the call this March. You tell us what to watch. Let's get this episode going, gang. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. I'm Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in. As always, this week, coming off of the worst of 2015 month, we're getting back to basics here at We Hate <laughs> Movies. Uh, a lot of uh, white trash fighting going on in this week's episode. American Shaolin Colon, King of the Kickboxers 2, from 1991, directed by someone named Lucas Lowe, who Hollywood just forgot. <laughs> Hollywood forgot everybody in this movie except for Daniel Day Kim, star of Lost, and CBS's Hawaii Five O. CBS's It's Gonna Keep Going. Oh yeah, I was shocked. We were up at my parents' house for Thanksgiving, flipping through the old boob tube. I could not believe that Hawaii Five O is still on the air, celebrating however many seasons. It's over a hundred episodes at this point. Ha! Huh, yikes! They got that syndication number. That's all you need. So, you know, grow, growing up, I saw this movie a bunch, and the title was always just American Shaolin. There's different releases out there, folks. This is your VHS bait and switch before IMDb existed. Like, yes, VHS companies love to do this. Make so- I'm making a sequel. Right, like, oh, I like the king of kickboxers. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> American Shaolin. Oh, man. Like, that's that's what's great, because one of them is No Retreat, No Surrender 5, five or something. Five. <laughs> what guy at the video store was like, you know, I loved those four No Retreat, No Surrender movies. I wish they made a fifth one. Say what? Thanks, Blockbuster. But I think they're all unrelated. I read the description of two, by the way. It's Two of what? No Retreat, No Surrender 2. Oh, it yeah. sounds incredible. I'm going oh, really? to check it out. Yeah. The interesting thing, yeah, I mean, like, this is actually more of a spiritual cousin to No Retreat, No Surrender because it starts with a humiliation. Right. That's true. In a, in a karate arena, which is where you want a humiliation. <laughs> and it builds up to another humiliation. <laughs> so here we are. The year of 1991, probably 1989 when we're making this movie, if we want to be realistic about it. It looks like 1975. <laughs> yes, that's also correct. What was this shot on? Uh, I don't know. A homeless man's camcorder. It looks terrible. This is somebody's Christmas present. 
<laughs> what, I made you this movie? Or no, like, oh, I got you this camera. Go with your friend. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. So here we are. We're, on, we're in sunny California, possibly also dirtbag Florida. Or, I don't know which. Or, or Jersey Shore, maybe. I'm oh. getting a vibe. <laughs> getting a Have you guys of... noticed all the Mets and Giants paraphernalia? He's got, a, he's got a lot of New York paraphernalia. I think what that is, though, because while this is a spiritual cousin to something like No Retreat, No Surrender, it's also... Kind of the beginning, anyway. A blatant ripoff of the Karate Kid. Yes, this is. I think this is East Coast Karate Kid. It is. It's, <laughs> well, uh, it's Karate Kid Part Three because Trevor got it all. Who we're about to meet. <laughs> oh man, the only thing I enjoyed about this movie is this villain's last name. But he's exactly the guy from Karate Kid Part Three, and Karate Kid Part Three had come out before this. Are you talking? Well, are you talking about Terry Silver? Yes. or Karate's bad boy Mike Barnes. No, no, I was talking. Specifically, Terry Silver, okay, the guy yes. who does business in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> it's, he's got he's got the ponytail. It's as if they saw like the trailer for it. Like, oh, we could make that movie. You know what I mean? Like the trailer for Karate Kid Part Three. Like, ah, let's get a guy. Hey, that guy in my karate class kind of looks like that guy. <laughs> that guy who had a failed audition to be a Power Ranger could be that guy. <laughs> Here's my problem with Trevor Got It All's ponytail. Because at the beginning of the movie, I was like, ponytail alert, sure. and I got super stoked. Trevor Got It All. <laughs> Does not have the disgusting, grisly ponytail I expect from my karate masters, my white karate wait, masters. So, wait, does that mean you you respected this ponytail more than you should have? No, 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 no. The exact opposite. I want my ponytails greasy, grody, and gnarly. And this dude has a conditioned ponytail. It looks like a horse mane and a competition horse mane. Listeners at home, Andrew was pointing in my face when he said competition <laughs> horse mane. I don't know why I was pointing at you, but it looks like this is too well kept for a man's ponytail. I agree, and it's just, I, I don't understand. At least, like, uh, when you got your uh, ponytail... It all? When you, when you got, <laughs> when you got yeah, it all, yeah. when you got your ponytail all greased up, it's at least, like, kind of, it becomes a weapon almost. It's not just a hindrance on the back of your neck. That's right. Uh, and also... Trevor got it all. If we're going to do this Salomon Rushdie-esque naming convention wherein the last name tells you what the character's ideals are, yeah, that's got to be for everybody, which means our main character has to be Johnny Annoying Piece of Shit. <laughs> I completely agree, agree with you on this. And before we get to our guy, Drew Carson. Accounts. <laughs> Hi, I'm Drew Carson. Accounts. Yeah, totally. This guy's renting you a car. Um, no. My problem with the Trevor God at all is, aside from cheating at karate tournaments, there's not much evidence that tells us he indeed has it all. Right. There should have been a few scenes of him flaunting it up with a couple of babes. Oh, yeah. Maybe, you know, Ferrari Tessarosa. Yeah, or maybe we find out that his dad, you know, is a billionaire and that's what happened. Oil that, you know, baron. Yeah, we're the, we're the Montana got it alls. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it is. Because we just start off with Trevor got it all in a very uh, Terry Silver-esque kind of fighting sequence. He's fighting all these guys, you know, um, one after another to learn to be the best of the best, which this might also be another. Yeah. This might be best of the best four and a half, maybe. There is a four. There yeah. is not a four and a half, I don't think. But, um, and he's got this trainer and, like, there's this, like, scientist lady that's like, oh, your kicks are, like, 4.8 PSIs. And he's so also on. got, like, a weird, like, wrestling manager. Yeah. Who's just like... Trevor, it's not enough to destroy your opponent. You have to humiliate them or whatever. <laughs> this movie has, it envisions a martial arts, a 
a competitive martial arts world gone amok. <laughs> the, yeah. the shit that this guy gets away with in this opening scene. Now, we're talking, this is just... This is when they deregulated the dojos. <laughs> The late 80s. Controversial policy, George H.W. I think you're totally right, because what we see here... Gotta get the government out of those dojos, Bar. I mean, honestly, you can't even throw a spin kick anymore. (laughs) You know what, Bar? It's one thing to give the banks all the power. It's another thing to give these dojo masters all the power. We gotta break them up, Bar. We gotta break them right up. You're telling me I can't go into a dojo without fear of getting bicycle kicked right in the throat? Not good. Bar, I should be able to pull that boy's pants down. There is no AIDS in this dojo. (laughs) No, there's certainly not. There's not AIDS in this dojo or that dojo or any dojo because AIDS is a fantasy. (laughs) This is when Reagan stumped for him on the campaign trail. (laughs) People people like say, oh, read my lips was a big thing. It was really about the dojos. That's what we're no gonna one's get talking the, about. We're gonna we're gonna get the hell out of Iran, and we're gonna get the hell out of those dojos. And another thing, Bar, I'm taking the color off those belts. It's either black <laughs> or white. No man should be walking around wearing a blue belt, Bar. <laughs> a little effeminate, Bar is all I'm saying. <laughs> bar, Bar, talking to myself again. So. Um, you would think, again, from the beginning of this movie, this first scene, the first scene we see in, like, you know, um, Seasonal Pictures Presents, this movie. Is that what it was called? Because it's got a real word dodging taxes name. (laughs) Deregulating the karate movies, Bar. It's, it's, you know, you got the best of the best, two, four, I don't care. I don't, you know, this, you can have a movie called American Shaolin, King of the Kickboxers, too, if it's got nothing to do with those kickboxers. You know what? We're getting the hell out of the video stores, too, Bar. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go to the wolves. But no, uh, you'd think it's Trevor Goddard all's movie, you know, or he's like the villain that's going to be in it a lot. Oh, more than four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is what I was expecting. <laughs> sure. Uh, somewhere in here, by the way, is um, the first, I believe, screen appearance. Uh, and I think it's like he's credited as like competitor to Melrose Place's Andrew Shue. Oh, wow. Yeah. Billy from Melrose Place, everybody. Wow. Yeah, he's a competitor in this movie. He was a competitor for a lot of ladies' hearts on Melrose Place, too. Mostly Allison. Oh, man. I fucking hated that piece. I watched, I did (sighs) myself a little bit of a, a, a... what you call uh, until the water starts to boil Melrose Place watch, where you, you yeah. watch it as much as you can, and then you're like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, that show uh, got bad. Got, got bad, bad fast. Not going to do it, Bar. <laughs> can't keep watching this Melrose Bar. Got a country to run. <laughs> I'm going to get the hell out of Melrose Place Bar. You know what, Bar? If you want to watch past Jack's car accident, that's fine with you, Bar. <laughs> that's fine by you, Bar. I'm walking. Once Jack got in that car accident bar, you're telling me, nope, 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 that's not quality programming. I stayed as long as Billy and Allison's engagement bar, and then I got the heck out of Dodge. I mean, bar, really. How many times can the same apartment building catch on fire? (laughs) Whatever. Uh, We cut from uh, Trevor Goddard's, like, murder studio to the big event, which is, again, like, you would think, honestly, like, because it's called... King of the Kickboxers, whatever the fuck, you would think this is a... It it feels like a sequel, right? Because it doesn't tell you who anyone is. No, I I was... 
I honestly listen. We, I stream this on YouTube. It's there right now. What? We, no, allegedly, all right. What? No, you know, you, 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 unless you, you uploaded it, it's enough. <laughs> it's on say, YouTube for free. I'm just saying these people need to be compensated for this film they created. All the remaining people who are left. Alive. I saw that PSA that Benjamin Affleck did, and he said. <laughs> Don't you do it. Don't you dare do The it. point is, I thought that there was something wrong with the YouTube file, and this started in, like, the middle of the movie. I thought it jumped from the opening credits yeah. to the middle of the movie, because this is, like, this is, like, your end of Act 2 fight scene. Yes. And it's, like, I should know that guy. I should know that trainer. I should know that lady. Well, this is, you know, this is the what we call the inciting incident. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> he's humiliated in this karate ring. Our, our buddy Drew Carson. Right. By We're, being... Pantsed during a martial arts competition. Although, I just guess, so we're clear, as I said last week, I think he's actually. I think like Shaolin is probably a derivative of kung fu, right? I yeah. don't know. That's why I keep saying martial arts. So this is mixed <laughs> martial arts. It's supposed to. I guess it's this kickboxing. Is what sort of. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Trevor got it all. I think is a kickboxer, and yeah. he's studying. I guess kung fu. Yeah. This is what happened. This is the peril that happens when you deregulate the dojos. <laughs> people are pantsing people left and right. You got kickboxers fighting karateers. It's madness. <laughs> and what's amazing? You got Brazilian is- jiu-jitsu guys fighting a horse. <laughs> right. That's why Bill Clinton had to get in there and clean it up. You can't be fighting horses, man. I know you want to, and I get it. I get it. As a man from the South, I get it. But you can't be punching a horse in the face for money. Look, who hasn't gone to a Shaolin temple for enlightenment and getting the sweet, sweet gonge? <laughs> Holy fuck. Right, right, Bar. That's right, George. I'm talking to your wife. I'll pay it to your wife, George. <laughs> what are you going to do about it, George? <laughs> I'll play the saxophone all over Barbara's back. (laughs) That was actually the title of his second saxophone solo album was Barbara's Back. (laughs) You know, I know, like, that. the idea of regulating the dojo sounds good, but uh, (laughs) George H.W. did have the surplus, Mm, the karate fighting surplus. By the time Clinton left office, mm, dry as a desert out there. You know... Do you think that, I mean, because I would imagine, I mean, you know, martial arts classes and whatnot are still pretty popular, but it's certainly not the huge boom that it was in the 80s and 90s, clearly because of these movies. Like, I think we got to start making more of these white guy karate movies again. Definitely. Wasn't there a movie that came out recently, like Ninja movie or whatever? Oh, yeah. Maybe like two years ago, there was some sort of a Ninja movie. Yeah. I mean, you'll get them every so often. It's more about the mixed martial arts now, like that... uh, that Joel Edgerton movie with uh, Nick Nolte, right? Oh, That's Fighter. Fighter or something. That's a good movie. You, you want a classic scene of two brothers telling Nick Nolte he's a piece of shit father? Tune in to the fighter. Or just oh, fight God it. damn it. <laughs> you know, maybe I didn't do a great job of raising you, but you're a fighter now. <laughs> All right? You got to fight. Don't you have to fight? Why don't you use it, kid? <laughs> Where's your VHS tape of American Shaolin? <laughs> Fucking bought it for you for your seventh birthday. Today's lesson. <laughs> we're watching American Shaolin. Take notes. Studious fucking notes. It'll remind you a lot of yesterday's lesson. <laughs> oh. 
think you got it all, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right, yes, just yes. to be super clear, so Trevor got it all, who we thought was our hero of the movie, isn't. He comes to this. Uh, 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 it's like an all valley type it is, situation. It's a very all valley situation. We barely get introduced to Drew Carson. They they have a fight. Uh, Drew is the first runner up. You know what I mean? It's 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 the last fight, right. the final, mm-hmm. uh, the end of someone's movie. Exactly, and they <laughs> fight. And not only does Trevor Goddard beat the shit out of Drew, he also pantses him in front of everybody. We don't get any ding dong, but a lot of tidy white. Uh, he's he opens this dude's fighting robe. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just hilarious, tidy whities and this guy's going down like King Hippo. <laughs> that's going to get you disqualified, right? Oh, it, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, this is the Wild West right. of fighting competitions. It's deregulated. Anything goes. <laughs> sort of like MMA now. Right? You could probably pull a guy's dick out in those fights. They let anything happen. If you pull it out, I think you have to rip it off, though, is the rule. <laughs> Otherwise, you lose points. Ah, God damn it. Tug it. <laughs> rip it. Rip it off. You rip that guy's dick off or you're not my son. Finish what you started. <laughs> All right, we're going to trade with a bushel of bananas. I want to see this thing bare by the end of the minute. Go. Monkey grabs the peach. <laughs> so, all right, so Drew's humiliated. And so we cut to, we're on, this is great. I think he and this Mr. Miyagi ripoff character. Mr. Kwan, by the way. Are uh, totally homeless. Yeah, I don't because know. Because cut to them just on a beach. Yeah. There's an abandoned, burned out car they're sitting next to. That's why I was like, "Oh, this is Jersey." And again, we don't know. <laughs> an- we don't know anything about anybody. We just see this. Mm-hmm. We they look enough like the characters from the other movie. You're like, "Oh, I know what the relationship is." Yeah, he's the hard scrabble white kid, and he's the um, the old master. But like the the amazing turn though is this dude. What's his name, Mister Kwan? Yeah, Mister Kwan. Mister Kwan reveals that unlike Mister Miyagi, he's been bullshitting this kid. <laughs> he's like, I have a confession to make with you. I'm not any kind of sensei of anything. He's like, but you told me you went to the Shaolin Temple. He's like, yeah, I just told you what you needed to hear. And this dude is now sitting on a beach with this homeless man <laughs> next to a burned out car. It's the plot of a Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah, just come <laughs> under the docks with me. I'll teach you something. And he's like, everything I knew is a lie. I thought I could be this, this martial arts champion. But no, my guy pretended to be a master. Which brings to mind, like, what are you teaching this kid then? And how is this kid falling for it? What's the arrangement? Is there money being changing hands? Like, oh, what yeah. is like, I mean, like, something's how much changing Quan, hands? How much did Quan rip this kid off for? You know, I, I mean, like, oh yeah, I'm a Shaolin master, sure. All those, all the money he earned, you know, delivering Domino's that summer, <laughs> right, right, to, right to Quan's bank account. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the Noid, absolutely. Oh, of course, without question. But yeah, it's just really str- like. It is like the greatest sequel to Karate Kid ever is at the beginning Miyagi's like, yeah, you lost because yes. I never taught you anything. I just watched a bunch of karate movies and kind of faked it. Uh, yeah. yeah, Nick Nolte was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude is like, this kid's like, I'll go to the Shaolin Temple. And this guy is feeling so bad for yelling or lying to him. He's like, all right, well. Let me pay your ticket to get there. I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> They're like haggling over travel arrangements because this guy lied about being a martial arts master. Or he's like, you know what, man? Um, does it your security deposit? I'll return that for sure. I feel really bad about this. But I'll let's... also move out of your mom's apartment. 
or pay, whatever the arrangement and is. And I will pay her back in installments. I owe her a lot of money. <laughs> I'll give you, uh, and I'll let your mom change her ATM password. So <laughs> there's no scene where like a Mrs. LaRusso esque mother is told like I'm leaving. This kid just bolts for China. Mm-hmm. Cut to we're in China. Yeah. What is this? What is this visa arrangement? Where do you get the? He's like, oh, oh I'll pay my own way, Mister Kwan. You don't have to worry about nothing. I'm like. That's you, like a couple did, of grand. Did you really want to see him filling out visas? <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's just... It's <laughs> the movie is easy. already an hour and 45 minutes. But you can't just up and go to China. Exactly. That's the point. You mm. can't... You should get some shots, by the way. Listen, it's not like one day you're like, you know, I've never really uh, you know, walked around or experienced this neighborhood of New York City. I'm just going to go there and see what, see what I find. See what tickles my mm-hmm. fancy. You can do that. With a New York neighborhood. You can't just be like, you know, I'm going to go to China, see what happens, see if I can find this temple. Don't really know where it is. Vaguely know the town. Well, this is... The... And I'm going to be there indefinitely. Right. That's <laughs> This is the call to adventure, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In your life, you come to a crossroads. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yes. And you're like, for us, it's like, am I going to visit Little Italy or Chinatown? <laughs> For for people trying to better themselves, they, yeah. it's oh, I'm gonna up and move across the world. You know, we actually know a guy who did this, Chris Cabin. Oh, right, that's, that's why he's MIA. He's that's tra- why he's, at, he's yeah. at a Shaolin Temple right now. He's training. He's training right now. <laughs> so what I like about this episode, Eric, is you're giving us a you're giving us a nice little screenwriting class here. We had a, we had our inciting incident. That's right. right. Now we have our call to adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is like a movie. Yeah. yeah now this we're getting going, like a movie. Right? Yeah. So now it's like we had our we second had... act. We've got the rising action, mm-hmm. which will be leading us to a climax of some kind. This is a presumably. This is, yeah, I mean, we had a, we had our classic uh, first act mentor turns out to be a fraud. Yeah. Sends you <laughs> off to another place. I like classic that. screenplay setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> He goes to, uh, he winds up in front of the Shaolin Temple, and he's like, he, I mean, like, this guy's dressed like an asshole the entire movie. Without question. You, a grade A asshole. You know, people oh, yeah, are, he's got a Giants t-shirt on and a Mets hat. Let me tell you something about this Giants t-shirt before we get too far away from it. This is bootleg NFL memorabilia, if yep. I've ever seen it. I can spot that shit a mile away, and this is just screaming, you bought that off the street from somebody. Right mm. after the game in front of the Meadowlands. Yep. The then Meadowlands. Oh, sure. But the thing is, you want to... Rule number one about traveling abroad, leave your sports shirt at home. Yep. That's the, you just don't you don't want to get like mugged or like also, bad service or anything like that. Just leave the Giants shirt at home. If well, you, if you have to wear one, don't <laughs> don't have it clash with an MLB item as well. You know, like pick one I mean, yeah. for your outfit. If you must... Have an outfit. Yeah, we're cr- we're critiquing outfits be, now. Be it's coordinated. a fashion podcast now. The other thing is, though, it's bad enough, like, you're coming to this place and just yelling down the street, where is the temple? <laughs> you know, like, don't be dressed like an asshole while you're doing it. That's exactly. all I'm asking of you, stupid character Drew Carson, who and, I hate. Well, this is when you start to hate him, because you don't really know anything about him. You feel bad for him initially. He gets pantsed in scene one. In scene two, you realize <laughs> he's been fleeced for months, if not years, sure. on this phony dojo. That's what I needed. I need that timetable. Yeah, I need oh, yeah. to know how long this guy's <laughs> grift was going. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was good enough to get him to the semifinals, man. It was probably since his, like, sixth birthday. <laughs> He's given Mr. Kwan all his birthday money since he was six. That's, That's right. Did, did, 
this the movie should start with uh Quan reading about the deregulation of the dojos and then rubbing his hands together <laughs> like oh don't mind if I do right cha ching and then he finds out crime doesn't pay it's it weighs on his moral conscience oh yeah that's yeah. an interesting movie. that's a good movie <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Um, but he, so first scene pants, second scene frauded. Third scene, he's in China saying, hey, does anybody speak English or what? Oh, man. And this is <laughs> just like you fucking dick. Dude, this is America comes to pig town with this guy. <laughs> I, and this is from that first that well, I guess the third scene with yeah, this guy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I despise this character mm -hmm. and everything that he is and everything that he will become. And it never gets any better. It it's doesn't just, stop. It doesn't stop. And like this, he yells at some girl, and she's like, "Oh!" And then this other girl who does speak English is like, "Oh, hi! I'm really nice." Like, fucking finally! <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're in fucking China, man, guys. And she kind of does have this line, like, 
wouldn't you think everyone speaks Chinese? And he's like, yeah, I guess so. Dude, it's amazing. He <laughs> like, reacts. Yeah, I guess so. He reacts like an angry parent who just finally found their shitty kid in the food court. <laughs> like, oh, there you are. There's <laughs> English. Idiot. Friggin' English, finally. And it is awesome because she's like, don't you think it's more weird that you don't speak Chinese is the way she puts it. it. And he's like, fucking shut up and tell me where the monastery is. You know, I'm the hero of this film. <laughs> he goes to the monastery and in a great turn of events, is instantly jazzy Jeffed out of the facility, which is great, because he comes up like any big old American pig and is like, I deserve to get training here. And they're like, yeah, but no. And he's like, but America, but red, white, blue, 50 fucking stars, motherfucker. And they just like toss this dude. But he goes up to the first monkey he sees. He's like, oh, hi, master, I'd like to be trained. And like the guy's sweeping, and he's like, "Oh, you don't fucking fucking speak English? What are you deaf, you fucking monk?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> where is your inner tranquility, or anything, or subservience, or anything you need to become a monk?" And he's also calling the dude baldy, and yeah. it's like, "Oh I man, thought you wanted to be one of these guys?" No, he doesn't. I mean, that's there's he would there's never such wrong-headed yeah. motivation. You know what I mean? He keeps saying that shit. He's just like. Yeah, I want to be a monk. Of course I want to be a monk. I've always wanted to be a monk. It's like, no, you only wanted to be a monk once the fucking gas ran out on the Quan train. <laughs> once he got pants in front of your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> there's a sequence of he just walks into the monastery while they're doing like a ceremony. And he's just like, hey, I want to be trained. Dude, they, I'm an American. They are meditating. They're in the middle of like meditation or a prayer session or whatever. And he just... Fat American pigs his way in here, and he just pigs out all over this place. I think one of the things that this movie is missing, just one. This lot, character being assassinated in the street? I think a lot of this thing is like, it's a religious order. They're yes. pre, they're, it, it's predominantly about practicing that religious whatever. Yes. It's not all about kung fu kicks, kid. That's, that, and he never learns that. No. no one ever really. People do explain it to him, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Just teach yeah, me how to fight better. Yeah, yeah. Buddhism. I'm a, I'm a leaf in a pond. Got it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, 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 great. You gotta kick somebody. I don't, don't want to get pantsed again. <laughs> Won't be pantsed again. <laughs> so they they toss his, you know, they toss him out or whatever. He and gets then, jazzy Jeff. It's my right. favorite part of the movie. And then he, he goes to the village, and he stays with the, 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 the one girl that speaks English. Right. They're at, like, some restaurant that her uncle owns or, or some such business. She's, like, yeah. she's sitting quietly with her uncle. They're about to eat dinner. She's like, you'll never believe who I ran into t- today. It was just the most annoying, obnoxious. Hey, does anybody speak English or what? It's like, oh, my God, he's back. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to oh, go. So I thought he was just going to. I guess I. Oh, shit, he saw me in the window. Oh, God, he's coming in. He's coming in. He's coming in. He's coming in. Finally, the fucking one girl in the world who doesn't speak my language, the one true language. Hey. <laughs> he's like, what are we out for dinner? Yeah. I, I hate that. I live here now. <laughs> Move over. Don't you like my Mets hat? And then give me a hamburger. Where's the hamburger? What's the, what, what, what do you got hamburgers in this house? No cheese in this country. And then this uncle's just talking to her, and then she's like, you know what? I'm going to spin a yarn. Get this guy out of my hair. <laughs> um, you know, I heard, he was just telling me about um, there's, there was this monk that uh, went down to that monastery. They wouldn't let him in, too. W- wouldn't you know it? What a, what a thing. <laughs> and he sat outside for like 50 days. You know, they like let him in or something. So I don't know. Maybe try it. And then it's great because he's like, 
oh, thanks for the advice, old wise man or whatever. And he's like mildly polite to this gentleman. Just mildly. So he goes and he sits in front of this monastery and it's just like they keep treating him like shit and ignoring him and whatever. And finally, the dude that he verbally assaulted at the beginning of his venture into this monastery comes out and he's like, hey, um, you know, uh, you know, whatever. Did you learn anything by sitting out here? And he's like, yeah, it was this great experience, blah, 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 blah. He also says, yeah, but you're just a janitor. So what do I care? <laughs> He's like, yeah, great advice, pal, but you're just a janitor, so you can't help me anyway. And the dude's like, hi, I'm a Fred Monastery. I run this monastery. I'm the fucking abbot here, you piece of shit. <laughs> but so the thing is, and, you know, I got to put it on these monks, man. Put it on them, man. Stack it up. All of the frustration and obnoxious behavior that they are forced to deal with for the coming months. Uh, including some legal trouble later. <laughs> it's all on them. Just close yeah. the door and yep. let this dude freeze to death. Why would you admit this guy? You know, especially, okay, maybe you do for, you know, because he does the thing. As a laugh? Yeah, as a goof. Yeah, you're just but goofing on this You're going to kick him out eventually, as we'll get to. There's many transgressions. The, yeah, the first one he's gone. And I, I agree with you, Eric. Like, it's, it's a thing. It's one thing if somebody comes up and is like, hey, look, um, I want I need to learn you know my mind my mind is cloudy I'm angry all the time I need to learn your interesting buddhist ways and if, yes. if I can learn some karate along the way that'd be great he's like hey where when what what day is karate class when do we learn how to kick and it's like dude this is just go to fucking the valley and go to go to cobra kai if you want go I mean yeah. that's the thing you didn't have to leave the valley to do what this kid wants to do yes and that's what kills me like he's just this fucking moron that's like I guess I'll go become a monk which like is such a major life choice. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's supposed to be, you know, maybe a lifelong commitment. Like, Certainly. It's oh, not yeah. supposed to be like your magical summer, you <laughs> ass. <laughs> and also the, the cost of the plane ticket would be two years worth of karate classes at least. Oh, sure. Well, I guess the thing is, if you are going to be really committed to this lifestyle, you're kind of just off the grid, right? Like, one, monks one, aren't getting bills. True. Yeah, I guess it's not. a monk getting a credit card oh, bill? Hold on a second. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I'm going to get my monk shoes on and get out of here. Coming next... Sally, Sally May monk would find you. <laughs> that is the deadliest Shaolin monk of them all. Oh, yeah, she will bleed you dry. Yes, yes. Um, what I love is, so they admit him, and they're like, all right, Coincidentally, there's this new incoming class of monks that you can join immediately. And they're doing this ceremony where they're like taking the vows, like these very serious vows. And every dude is expected to say the same thing, which is like, yes, master, without hesitation or whatever it yeah, is, right? Oh my God. And oh, this, my fucking it's God. Without pause. Oh, without pause. You're right. And it's, you I, have seen this 15 times. Probably, yeah. And every single person is doing it, right? Right. At, one after another. Including Daniel J. Kim from Lost. And, and then, you're listening to him, too. You're, listen, you're, you're at a ceremony. You're watching people say things. He's right. in the same room as these people. And then they get to this kid, and they say the same thing. And he goes, sure do, master. You bet. At this point, I'm this, I'm this like temple master, right? I'm grabbing this kid by the balls, and I'm dragging him out of my temple yeah. for all time. That's I would it. knock his teeth out and then grab his skull <laughs> and keep pounding it on the ground until it fractures. Oh wow. I mean, you got to you got to make an example <laughs> of someone. It's the first day of class. Yes, that's true. Got... It's much like prison. It is very much like prison. <laughs> Monkery? Yep. 
the the head, not the head monk, but the the drill surgeon, as this obnoxious kid keeps calling him, even though I'm sure he's got a more beneficent title. Oh yeah, and this guy is my favorite character, and never have I wished harder for a movie to be about a supporting player versus the protagonist oh, yeah. than in this situation. This guy has a very interesting life that we get almost nothing about. But this dude comes in and he's like, quick tip, stop being a disrespectful piece of shit and answer the way you just heard 40 other dudes say exactly the same thing. What's his name, anybody? I don't recall this guy's name. It's, he's another master. Yeah. So then, what we get? Now remember, we we're talking about right. Oh, oh but also, oh, in yeah, this, yeah, yeah. In the Go ahead. Deleted scene in the ceremony because <laughs> uh, everybody. Something uh, tells me all the scenes shot for this movie made it into the film. A deleted scene is when they're like, "Oh, we're gonna." Uh, in Chinese, everyone says, "Welcome to the ceremony. Thank you so much." Uh, by the way, we have one white student, so we're gonna. Everyone in the world is going to everyone in the world is going to speak flawless English for the rest of the movie. And they're like, oh, "Okay, got it." And then they just go, and it's almost as if. 90% of the people that are in this monastery were American-born Asian actors. What? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's, the the most God. flawless, like, California English every oh, single one of these dudes has. Oh, cowabunga, master. I would totally love to be a monk. I mean, yes, master. But, like, there is a switch where it's like everyone's just like, I guess we're not speaking Chinese anymore. They drop, <laughs> they drop speaking whatever dialect of Chinese they're speaking in favor of humoring this blowhard and speaking English. And they all speak English amazingly well. Better than him! <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Better than that troglodyte? Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> so now we're... Uh, first scene is uh, the haircut, which I was actually surprised that he shaved his head. Because he's sure. got a, your, your, your average scruffy piece of shit haircut. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But listen, you can't make a movie like this and have this asshole in a bald cap the entire time. Yeah, right. that's true. Did you guys read the trivia? I did. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Lay it on me. Jason Bateman was going to play this part. <laughs> and dropped out because he didn't want to shave his head. I think this might be a, a lie and hubris by the director because... But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Bateman turned us down for a haircut. Okay. <laughs> but think about it, man. That his, him wanting his beautiful hair, and I know it is beautiful. The Bateman mane, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lioness. Mm. Mm. But <laughs> yeah. it deprives me of a Bateman white guy karate movie, which is n something I never knew I needed until I read that. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Now that I'm just thinking on of it, it is a loss to cinema. It is because you can't do it now because he's too old, and it's yeah. you needed the 1988 to 1992 Jason Bateman. That's what why, you wanted. Yep. Why couldn't that have been a Teen Wolf sequel? Yep, Karate Teen Wolf martial Wolf. arts. I mean, yeah. that's it's all it's right there, Hollywood. Mm -hmm. You idiots! It's just it's just sitting there. <laughs> And it's a beautiful thing. Like a worn pie on a cartoon windowsill waiting for a wolf to steal it. <laughs> Someone needs to make a werewolf karate movie. Listen, it's got no brainer written all over it as far as I'm concerned. I think it's a great idea. And like <laughs> everyone's like, wait, why are you letting this werewolf uh, compete? And they're like, well... He's got tranquility. He's got, you know what I mean? He's everything else. He can break those boards. Oh, sure. His head's in the right place. He can do it. <laughs> uh, so they cut to like, I mean, remember we talked about how like, uh, you know, your second act has to be rising action to a crescendo leading to a climax. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so we're just going to watch them like do a bunch of chores for most of the movie, uh, including digging out the new shitter. Mm -hmm. 
Which is great. Which he's offended by, but it's like, you're not digging shit. You're digging a pit that will be shit it'll stored. Be f- it'll be yeah. filled with shit. And he's like, oh, why do I got, I, I traveled halfway around the world to dig a latrine? Why didn't I just join the fucking army? What the fuck? And they're like, dude, go ahead and leave. Do everyone a favor and leave. You know what else is complaining a lot in this movie? And I noticed it right away. Who's that? No one. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of these other dudes is like, yeah, fuck it. This manual labor is ridiculous. We should lead a revolt. It's just the asshole, lazy yeah, American. It's supposed to be like a pious, selfless thing. You're yes. supposed to give yourself to the church. You joined a clergy. <laughs> yup. And now you're mad that they're not giving you Twinkies every day? <laughs> Oh, my favorite scene in this, like, kind of whatever middling scene, uh, thing is when he sits down for, he, he spends all day digging a ditch. Oh, yep. Much against his own will, and then sits down finally for dinner, and they give him a bowl of white rice and a bowl of, like, a, a broth. And he goes, ugh, great. And then the monk, uh, the head monk, the drill sergeant guy, take, he's like, oh, fine, you don't want it? You don't get to eat. And I was like, oh, let this happen for 12 days, and then he dies. Oh, totally. <laughs> I want to see this dude turn into fucking hunger directed by Steve McQueen. <laughs> uh, also around this part, so he's had a long day at digging this shitter, right? All mm-hmm. these dudes have been working real hard. They get back to the barracks, their little, you know, bungalow that they live in, um, and he's like, huh, rough day. I need to relax. Oh, Jesus. And he... <laughs> He pulls out a porno mag, and the like. This what other fuck, this dude. other kid is like, "Hey, what's that?" And he's like, "Oh, right, communist China. Maybe you haven't seen pornography." Cut to all these dudes gathered round while this guy, this American, is laughing, is laughing hysterically at the porno mag. And I mean, like. Jack, 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 Jack. Yeah, like, I now mean, you're in a room of twelve vicious Shaolin monks jerking off vigorously. I mean, that's they don't show it, but I think that's what you. Well, like there is to that. Th- there is that puzzling scene. I think you put it together for me now. The puzzling scene right after this, where it's the next morning and the master comes in and he's like, "Finally, a night where you guys all just slept and weren't fucking around. You were sleeping like rocks. What's going on?" It's because they jerked off to that porno after mm-hmm. they laughed at it. All except Daniel Day Kim, who's there for the right reasons. Yes, he's the yes. one, like he's the one character that I, I'm with through and through this entire movie because he doesn't like this white asshole's bullshit. Yeah. Oh yeah, Th- Daniel Day Kim is the hero of this film, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, he's sidelined into like, uh, 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 you know, like sidecar role. Like he's the sidekick you almost. Know, it should have been the other way around. Like think about like this guy going through his life. Like oh my god, one day. When I'm old enough, I'm going to become a Shaolin monk. I'm going to join the the the, the church. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. We start the, the movie monastery. from his story exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then and then he's like, "Oh God, I'm finally here. This is amazing. I'm going to be learning from the masters." Hey, what's up? And then this fucking ugly piece of shit American. <laughs> yep. This is the ugliest of ugly Americans. Oh yeah. Man. Oh, oh of my course. lord. I keep calling him a pig for a reason. And then he's just farting up your temple, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that drives Gao to murder. Oh yeah, if, Gao, if, if yeah. Gao killed him, That'd he would have to, right? Just for the the greater good of the Shaolin Temple. Like, I thought they were going to expel this guy three times ago. They're not. I. Yeah, it's up to me I, now. Exactly. Bury him in that latrine pit. <laughs> oh, they'll listen. He didn't tell anyone he was coming here. No one's going to find this guy. If his parents mm-hmm. like hear hear word 
you know, that he went there or yeah. whatever, you know, and then they go, they fly themselves out there, and it's like, uh, we heard rumors that our son may have come here. Oh, yeah, 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 he, he came here. We didn't let him in, though. Yeah, you know? and then, you know, you, you, you cut them up and you scatter those bones. Dude, you know, you're not walking around the entire property of a monastery. They're not no. going to comb, comb through that shit. Yeah, you, you bury a femur there, a collarbone <laughs> there. Like, no one's going to find Maybe you're it. wearing a skull as a hat for a little while. That'd yeah, why fun. not? The one thing... Um, they leave your, your car in the back of your, uh, your, your, your chop shop lot, you know? <laughs> Never find them. Not in Manitowoc County. Here's something. <laughs> A deleted scene that I think also happened. Another one of my deleted scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He comes in uh, first day, and he's like, ah, I've got to train me. And they're like, oh, fuck. Is this? It's another American kid, right? Yeah, that, it's that Quan. It's that Quan on the other side of the pond. He tells these kids <laughs> that he knows Shaolin. And then two years in, after they lose some karate competition, he says, oh, by the way, I didn't. And then it's up to us to train them because this asshole is besmirching Shaolin in the greater county areas of fucking Venice. Listen, kid, you got quant. That's not our problem. Get out. Or maybe this last is, one. Last one. This might be like it could lead into like like a, like a Thai Westian type of horror movie. Like mm-hmm. like no, I didn't train with at you the so Shaolin Temple. You got to go on your own. And then you get there, and they're merciless, man. Oh, and they wow. rip you apart. Yeah, and they they kill you, and they keep <laughs> killing all these Americans that show up. And there's a, a brilliant. I guess this uh, is more like Eli Rothian. Yeah, I was going to say, if well, it could be Westian if you then add a brilliantly choreographed tense sequence of someone dancing to a song by The Fix. Right, yeah. And then maybe, I don't know, old fat ghost. <laughs> There's a, you cut to the, the, what do you call it there, the, uh, the abbot's like... Um, like his private room, it's got all these baseball caps. It's like the Broncos, <laughs> the Cowboys, just everything. Yeah. I collect them. I almost have the entire NFL. <laughs> but I do love your fat ghost idea. This is our Jim Belushi cameo, obviously. Uh, oh, like, sure. Uh, the ghost of Rick Latimer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was training with this guy, Quan, and he said he was a phony. So I wanted to get the real stuff, and they slit my throat. <laughs> oh, man, I should have seen it coming. The master kept commenting on my cubby's hat. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jim, you got a nice, pretty cubby's hat there. You looked pretty good on my wall, he said. <laughs> I thought he was joking. Now I'm a fat ghost. Jim Belushi is fat ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you wouldn't even have the article, the. It's just fat ghost. Uh, um, one for a fat ghost, please. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I didn't think this was going to be about... A Shaolin monastery. <laughs> that was gonna be a fat ghost having fun. Also, I guarantee you a lot of single ticket sales for fat ghost. <laughs> yup. A lot of lonely hearts at the fat ghost screenings. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Yeah. Oh, woof. Oh, actually, here's uh, the most putrid part of this movie. I'm trying to think of different ways to describe how offensive and horrible oh, this sure, movie sure, sure. is. So the most putrid part of this movie is so they're back digging this latrine and he starts singing Summertime Blues. Oh, mm-hmm. oh man. Oh man. And this is our first time right. out of what? Seven? Safe probably. to say seven times. They, they sing, they sing this song. or play Summertime so Blues. Now in the first time is this when they, they change it to Shaolin Temple Blues? No, no, no. Ha- that happened, right? Oh, it does Don't happen. tell me it didn't happen. <laughs> Listen, I, heard I it saw happened. it happen last <laughs> night. Well, he's singing it, and then the drill sergeant's like, hey, 
no singing. It's about mindfulness and being present in the moment, yeah. you asshole. You're supposed to learn some humility. And then this kid reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a chicken parm sandwich and throws <laughs> it at him. No, he just jerks off from the pornography he's looking at right then and there. Dude, laughing at pornography <laughs> in a group is for losers. Just laughing. Look at how it. fucking funny this pornography is. It's, oh, man. It's so funny. We're all getting a bunch of chubbies. <laughs> oh, man. I'm laughing so hard that <laughs> I'm hard. Did take cubbies? No fat ghost. No. Oh, Ooh. you stuck in some porno mags. <laughs> I like the new kid. I hope he doesn't get murdered. <laughs> Gee, wish I thought to sneak in some nudie mags before they cut my throat. My offense was preparing a Chicago-style hot dog. <laughs> These monks claim they never saw pickles on a dog before. I tried to prove them wrong, and they cut my throat. Fat go. <laughs> well, it was my third strike after listening to the World Series. Oh, yeah, he would be demanding a radio get placed mm. in the monastery. But the cubbies. <laughs> he's breaking out of the monastery to hear the cubbies in the World Series, <laughs> and he's like... This is a little familiar. <laughs> oh, man, there's that monk's file effects. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Streams crossing. This is Jim Belushi in the Nexus, I think. <laughs> that would be awesome to see that idiot toil in the Nexus. I would love to see him on, in Star Trek. I'd oh, hey, Picard, you fucking bald idiot. <laughs> what, I'm being jettisoned out of a torpedo bay? <laughs> Goodbye, fat ghost. <laughs> Much like Hamlet before me, I too must wave goodbye to a fat ghost. <laughs> oh, oh boy. man! So uh, this movie, American um, Shaolin. What's so he, this movie? He, he sings uh, "Summertime Blues." He gets yelled at, and then everyone around him doesn't know what rock and roll is, which is total bullshit. They would, of course. They're like, oh, what are you doing, white white guy? It sounds so interesting, and it's going to change our lives. Like, All right, guys, let me teach you this song. And they're singing. This is when it turns to the Shaolin Temple Blues. Right, and this is the worst use of montage in cinema history. Oh, big time. Fucking Kuleshoff and Eisenstein are rolling over in their burned graves. But you don't even, at the end of the montage, he's not even good at being a monk. Usually it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're it's right. usually it's like he's oh. actually worse. <laughs> Usually it's like, oh, during this montage, we'll see him. He won't get it right the first time. He'll get it right the second time or the third time or whatever. And then by the end of it, he's doing pretty well. Right. Well, he's doing worse in this case because he's not studying to be a monk. He's too busy pretending to be fucking Weird Al Yankovic and writing a goddamn Shaolin Temple Blues parody of a mm -hmm. song that everybody hates in the first place. And every so often they cut to Daniel Dem Day Kim with his arms folded, shaking his head like, man, I came here for religious enlightenment. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, this white idiot is leading a crusade of 40 other dudes down the wrong path. Right. He's got them jerking off. He's got them <laughs> singing bad music. They play a prank on the, on the, on the drill sergeant, Dude, which is what? so ridiculous. This is like, this it, guy yeah. is like your piece of shit friend from high school mm -hmm. who comes and visits you like in your adult life. And it's like. We're up to all our old tricks. Here's this gag, and we're gonna look at a nudie mag, and we're gonna do. And you're like, you know what, Trevor? Just go home. Mm -hmm. Just go home. We can't be friends anymore, Trevor. I'm not. No, Trevor. I'm not gonna set Wait, a booby I... trap for my religious enlightenment <laughs> drill sergeant. 
I thought Trevor got it all. <laughs> no, not that Trevor. Oh, this is a loser Trevor. Yeah, okay. this is a fictitious Trevor you wouldn't want visiting your home. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I'd want Trevor got it all there either. I don't think I want any Trevor there. Apologies to any listener named Trevor. You got a bad rap. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you, you all seem like a bunch of pantsers. You seem like I, I need to extra, uh, tighten my belt around you. It's all mm-hmm. got it all's fault. You take it up with him. That's a belt and suspenders day. <laughs> wow, a belt and suspenders day. Those are rare. You're paranoid. Yeah, you're either you're either paranoid about being pantsed or you're too old to know that you put on a belt already. <laughs> I always wear a belt and suspenders data. I was pantsed my... in the academy. By Commandant Goddard's son. I wear it underneath my unitard zip-up uniform. Figure that out, Mr. Data. Is that how he got stabbed in the heart or whatever? (laughs) Oh, man. What a tragic episode of that show. What a delightful episode. Young Picard just getting lit up in that bar fight. Because I wasn't wearing my suspenders. (laughs) My bulletproof vest fell down and I was stabbed through the heart by a monster. (laughs) But it made him the man who he is. It is, yeah. If not, he'd be just some wussy medical officer. Fat ghost, (laughs) I have a report from from Guinan that you've been breaking into 10 forward in the middle of the night and drinking all of our synthahol. Actually, it's... um it's an alternate timeline where you you were totally pushing out. <laughs> now it's Captain Fat Ghost. Oh no, <laughs> medical officer! <laughs> oh God, oh, Q! I need to go back. I can't take orders from the Fat Ghost anymore. <laughs> Q, send me back. Did someone say Q like Quiznos? Boy, I'm starving. That's the cue. That's the... <laughs> in this universe. Oh, sorry, Picard. In this universe, Q means Quiznos. You can't go back to your timeline. You're not going to get an um, omnipotent god alien. You're going to get a toasted sub. And it's going to be toasted whether or not you want it that way, Picard, because it's Quiznos and that's company policy. Hope you like mayonnaise. <laughs> Man, you just Try to get a Quiznos sandwich maker to not toast your sandwich. They'll it, spit in your face. They still exist, probably not, right? Quiznos, they're around. I think they're falling though. Yeah. They're, they're getting uh, <clears throat> they're getting schooled by that Jimmy John's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the owner of that Jimmy John's uh, hunts big game, so that makes that guy a huge asshole. Oh, and then the subways touch kids. Well, that was that's no one at the Subway Corporation. Of course, that was. I heard they did. That was advertising legend Jared Fogle. Well, I don't know. It sounds, uh, you know, one rotten apple probably spoils the bunch. <laughs> Take that nice businessman who operates the Subway on my block. So after not being expelled for doing this prank, this like stupid Home Alone esque prank, <laughs> where there's like a bucket of water and another bucket of flour, and who cares? After that, after all this shit, he's like. He's sitting around. He, he goes home. He goes back to the the cot, and he's really tired from a day of ditch digging. He's like, "You know what, guys? I am so fucking sick and tired of these monks telling me how to dig shit. I just want to learn how to do karate. Isn't that why you signed up?" And everyone's like, "No, not really." And he's like, "Yeah, let's go tell these monks we want to learn karate right now." <laughs> Wait, um, no, I was actually uh, actually born into this religion, and uh, you know, my grandfather actually did this, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to waste food, first of all. (laughs) No, shut up, or I'll shove you. You know, I wasn't going to say anything, because I figured you'd eventually just drop out after the first (laughs) week. But uh, it's been a month, and I have to tell you, I find it 
very insulting the way that you continually, endlessly, offensively shit all over the cu- the culture I was born into. I just had to say it. I just had to get it off my back. Drew, Drew. <laughs> you know, in China we use our full names everywhere at all times. Drew. Just put that out there. And, you know, I would love to be speaking Chinese right now, but the monks say we have to all speak English all the time because Drew is here, and we don't want Drew to feel isolated. Heaven the F forbid. You're making me curse, Drew. You know what you're doing? You're making a monk curse. Okay, Drew, I get it. What, did your dad cut a check to help put a new wing on the monastery? I get it, Drew. We're going to have the new Drew monk library soon. <laughs> you freeloader. So, but no, they, he does ra- gather everybody up. Somehow these dudes are behind him. Except for Daniel Day Kim. Again, the only guy that you're behind in this movie. I think there should be a side movie called Daniel Day Kim stars in The Good Monk. <laughs> <laughs> so they go up there and he's about to tell him off. And the monk is like, oh, you know, I've heard so many good things about all you guys, blah, blah, blah. We're going to start uh, the, the fight training tomorrow because that's what you guys are really excited about. <laughs> and he does this hamana hamana. Yeah, I, I was just coming to say you're doing a great job too. And then he gets all these monks to lie for him. Yeah. Which is just another like, this, it's not what they believe in. You're just putting these kids in quicksand with you, <laughs> Drew. Uh, they learn. They start learning how to fight. Uh, Daniel De Kim beats the shit out of him at the first chance he gets. Oh, it's awesome! And he gets trained by the like side trained by this deaf monk who he he berates the entire time. Oh, he's got a real problem with the fact that he doesn't know exactly what's wrong with this guy. <laughs> yeah, but right. he knows that this guy is different from him, and he hates it. It's this amazing. guy's name is what? I think it's Yaba. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and he like, he, sp- he, be- he speaks in a series of like grunts and groans and <laughs> right. Yeah, but that dude kicks this guy's ass. Of course. And, and he's like, "Oh, what are you going to teach me, Yaba? You fucking idiot!" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, uh, well, I'll show you." Um, and he beats the shit out. Yeah, of Yeah, it's guy. actually we're meant to be. We're meant to seem less than we are. You know, like <laughs> yes. right. That's like the whole point. It's, uh, yeah. Also, by the way, when I'm, uh, <laughs> I almost said buying a ticket. What I meant was discount renting uh, <laughs> on a two for one deal. American Shaolin colon mm. King of the Kickboxers two colon Die Hard six <laughs> colon the prequel to Schindler's List. Um, Ooh. <laughs> I'm I'm expecting a certain level of. Uh, you know, a certain number of fight scenes. Yep. And when they finally get back to the fight training in this movie, I was like, oh, right, that movie. Yep. Oh, with fighting in it. That's weird. Well, because you think, like, the way that the movie's structured, it should be, you know, humiliated first. Sure. Uh, I go for a little while, I get trained. About 40 minutes later, I'm back in America, and now yes. I'm back on the circuit, and I'm trying to get... I'm trying to qualify or something. Dude, I was missing the All-Valley qualifiers <laughs> this entire movie. I really was. Um, he, there's another... another. This is what kills me, too. It's like this kid is that kid in, in, in your grade school that was always getting into trouble, and he always had a line for everything, and he kind of... Like, he got in trouble so much, he kind of had, like, a buddy-buddy Barton Skinner relationship with the principal. Yep, 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 yep. And that's what this prick is. And it's just like, 
There's another thing where he sneaks them all out to uh, – they get like a day where they get to go out. It's like their Sunday. Oh, yeah. They go to the town. They go to the town. They wind up getting a fu- in a fight with these dudes. The sensei is there. The master is there. And he beats the shit out of all these locals. It's a pretty good scene. It's oh, it's pretty great. Good, we're, yeah, again, we're fighting. He's got like his prayer beads and he like ties all these dudes into a knot together. It's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. The like, master is built cool. like – like a fucking brick shit house. By oh the yeah, way. they couldn't build this latrine that this guy's built out of. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome, and that's uh, this scene. This is where God shits. <laughs> <laughs> this scene was where I was like, I want this movie to be about this guy. But it, at the end of that scene, the the girl who directed him to the monastery at the beginning of the movie that he berated horribly and unfairly uh, is like, for some reason, she's like, Hey, my school's having a dance. You and all your friends should totally come. So he sneaks them out. And before that, though, we get this thing of, like, well, the, all the other monk candidates are like, well, we don't know what to do with girls. We don't know how to talk with girls. Well, one of them says, actually, oh, no, the vow of not talking to women oh, right. is the most important vow we're about to take. And he's like, yeah, but karate. <laughs> it's like, but you idiot. So they're like, we don't know what to do with girls. We don't know how to dance. And this guy, this guy is like, yeah, I'll teach you monks how to dance. Let's watch this white guy dance. And Oh man, I, I don't say this lightly because of the the low level at which I conduct myself on the dance floor. <laughs> I can dance better than this guy. I can dance fabulously. I'm Are fucking Fred Astaire compared to this guy. Really? Oh yeah. Oh okay. This guy's terrible. Yeah, he's pretty bad. It's just embarrassing fake movie dancing. And these guys, like these poor bastards that have to play these these classmates of this kid are like mimicking what he's doing and like mm-hmm. taking notes. And this, lo- yeah. this guy's dance moves are basically like jump around like you're doing an impression of a monkey. Yeah. You know, and yeah. these guys are then having to do it. And you're to be fair, it was 1992. Just, just, just throwing <laughs> that, that out there. 92? Yeah, or 91, whatever it was. Uh, the movie was out in 91. Oh. I guarantee you this was filmed in 1989. Yeah. Struggled well, to find release. Now, is it monkey... With an E in it, or is it like we're monks at a Y? <laughs> oh no, they weren't dancing like famous fake stoner band the Monkeys. <laughs> no. Well, I thought maybe, maybe is there like a drunken fighter dance they could do? Or, or <laughs> I'd be fun. Sure. Any, yeah. you know what? Quite literally, anything is better than the dancing that we see here. So they throw their vows in the garbage, and they're like, you know, I might as well just like chuck this whole. I guess this whole summer's been ruined. Yeah, let's take it. Guy. Let's take a huge, a huge wet dump on right. our heritage, and you know, maybe ruin my life because <laughs> I might be working at the Quiznos in Beijing after this. Oh man, the the, the Beijing Quiznos. You don't want to eat there. No, no. They're definitely going to toast that sandwich. Also, this white guy can get an HJ. That's what. That's that's a, that's what my life is worth yep oh exactly i'm gonna sneak out and endanger all that i know so this dude can get jerked off in the corner of the dark gymnasium hey gal let's watch if the coast is clear i'm getting a hey oh yeah totally gal's definitely playing lookout because gal and him become <laughs> friends because there's yet another inciting incident where they start a fight oh right and, like they knock over a priceless statue because yeah that's guy... only two thousand years old fuck it and the guy of uh, the, the the abbot is like look this keep is... calling him an abbot. I mean, there's <laughs> got to be a name for this, but we're going with abbot. It's that or his eminence, <laughs> yes. whichever is fine right that's, now. Uh, that's what I read on Wikipedia. That's what the, the head of a monastery is an abbot. Is it? Okay. Yes. Well, well, I, I thought you were just European saying, like, you know. monastery. That's like, oh, we're, well, we're, yeah. we're making Abbey Ale here. Hey, abbot! <laughs> 
No, come on, everybody. Let, listen, I hate that. Guy. Here's the thing: is we're ugly Americans making fun of an ugly American. But we don't listen, know shit. From we're ugly Shinola. Americans. This guy's yeah. a level thirteen pig again. <laughs> Piggish American. Yeah. Okay. Piggish American. Sure. Why not? Sure. Sure. Listen, I'm inventing stuff on the spot. What do you want? But he puts them all on blast like one more time and you're fucking out. I swear to God. Right. And because of that, they <laughs> kind of... I swear to God. They, 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 <laughs> that's a big deal. I'm an abbot. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know him. They I get, know him. They become like friends because they covered for each other like, you know, you would like, again, if you were in the military, not if you were both trying to become monks. Right. So they're all there. They're dancing. And then another group of guys, they get into another karate fight (laughs) uh, right when this guy's about to make out. He's also wearing, by the way, he's wearing a sweatsuit that is black and pink and says Seaside Heights all up and down it. Yipe. That's I mean, to your point, Eric, this was filmed in New Jersey. It had to have been. You don't have a Seaside Heights sweatsuit unless you're in and around the philadelphia area (laughs) i mean maybe he's from sure that's possible i I didn't see american kickboxer kings one or whatever the fuck fake movie there was that didn't even happen oh that's got nothing to do with this i looked up that movie there's like a gargoyle on the covers (laughs) (laughs) what I don't know. It's just some obscene cover that looks nothing like the cover for this movie. They, they get into another fight. Cool. The cops break it up. Oh, um, they they am scray though is yes. what they do. And like then, real noble monks. And now the Chinese government is coming into this guy's monastery. Oh yeah, they're 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 puffing their cigarettes all through this scene. And oh, it's man, like just smoking in a monastery. And this monk is like, great. That's exactly what I needed. You yeah. Know, this, this is. Uh, I've been fighting. Oh, by the way, I, I just the internet ticker. Yeah. It looks like uh, the head of a Shaolin temple. I guess is an abbot. Oh, wow, Steve wow. used the internet correctly for once. That's right. Hey, wow. all right. So the abbot, <laughs> hey, uh, the abbot uh, is just guy. like a, a great. This is exactly <laughs> what I need. The Chinese government that's been. It's kind of like the end of like uh, meatballs. It's like the, the government's been waiting <laughs> to sh- cl- close this monastery down. We just had to give them a reason, and now here they are sniffing at the front gates. Now we need a talent contest. <laughs> that, Only a talent contest will save this monastery. That crusty old supreme leader. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. So they, they were like, we, we want this guy deported. We want him out of here. He's definitely out of your monastery. We want him out of America, by the way, or, or out of China. By the way, what's his visa status? Like, what's. Yeah, how did he get there? Who is this guy? <laughs> you know, wh- like, yeah, where Who, is the papers? Also, is he CIA? He's probably CIA. That's, that's my guess. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, then this kid waddles in and farts and knocks over another 2,000-year-old statue, and they're like, you know what? No, he's definitely not CIA. And then the abbot is like, look, you know, he, he tells this whole story about, like, you know, peace and respectfulness and blah, blah, blah. We need, to, we need to save this kid's life. This is the only thing that's keeping him on the right path, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like the Chinese government gives a shit about this white kid. Oh, man. Do they pull a Jedi mind trick on these two government representatives? You're right. Because, like, the other guy, the big, the big beautiful, muscular dude, he comes yeah. in and he's just like, hey, Abbott, let me give it a try. And he's like... You guys are so great and honorable for bringing this issue to our attention and start spinning a beautifully crafted line of bullshit to these people. And this guy, like, he's just sitting there. He's playing like a cold Chinese militant, like sucking back these cigarettes. And the guy's heart is like melted. And they're like, 
Well, very well. You just see that you take care of him. We'll be on our way. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, this dude's being fucking beheaded in the town square. <laughs> yeah, I mean, firing squad, probably. Oh, that's probably more realistic. And, oh, yeah, they, they love it. And what you call it, um, uh, Drew saw this, and he's like, oh, man, they stuck up for him. And he comes in, he's like, he's chumming around with everybody. He's like, thank God, you guys you guys are awesome. Thank, I'll ne- it'll never happen again. They're like, oh, by the way, you're totally expelled. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh, it's beautiful. Isn't what it? a satisfying Just moment the, in the film. Yeah, because he walks in there like, yeah, I got my get out of jail free card. Yep. Yeah, totally. Can just do whatever whatever crimes I want. Say I'm with Shaolin. By the way, I am CIA. <laughs> it's just like I was CIA the whole time. All right. <laughs> and they expel him. And I don't even remember the circumstances into which they let him. Oh, that's right. Everybody what? says we're all going to walk. Right, because he, yes. he gets kicked out. He 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 got he's got all of his New York, New Jersey area sports memorabilia. <laughs> he got his bootleg. He's merch. got his New York, New, New Jersey hitmen T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> and he takes his dirty old Mets cap and he leaves that uh, that uh, Challenge Temple. And lo and behold, what's this? What's going around the town? Emerging are his fellow students. All with their bags ready to hit the road. Oh, yeah. They're standing in solidarity with this idiot. Oh, uh, we're all going back to America with you, right, Drew? Yeah, sure. <laughs> because our families would kick us out if they knew that we blew this uh, tremendous opportunity. Oh, yeah. They disown us. Yeah. Uh-huh. But don't worry, Drew. We're throwing our lives away for you. <laughs> so, so all 30 of us are going to come sleep in your mom's apartment. <laughs> So this poor old Abbott's got to be like, ah, oh, Jesus, fuck! I, I can't let, I can't let these like thirty other good people's lives be torn asunder for this kid. Exactly. All right, yeah, all can come back in. <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> so they decide, like, he's like, all right, I'm really serious about this now. We get into like some serious training, and then for no reason other than this is the protagonist of a film. The the abbot is like, hey man, you have this all important task. You have to take this scroll, oh whatever, up mm-hmm. to the world's most powerful monk, and you have to hand deliver it to him. And when you do that, you get to ask him any question you want. Cut to three minutes into this journey, this fucking moron <laughs> drops it in a river. Yeah, but he saves uh, like a farmer's life, so it's like he's learning the path. Right, right, but, but but I don't understand why he wouldn't chase it down in the river. I mean, we we see it in the river. The current's not that strong. He could have caught. He, he could have just down. run right down that hill. That was killing me. I was like, get your lazy American ass down that hill and get it's that just scroll. Like, oh, the paper's wet. It's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part is he, so he's like, ah, oh, whatever, and he goes up. He, he does complete the journey. Goes to the monk and he's like. Look, I, I'm so sorry. I failed. I, I tried to save this guy's life. You're right. No, there's no excuse. And he tries to walk away, and the monk is like, "Oh, you've succeeded. It was all a trick because the scroll was meaningless and saving life." He's like, "Oh, awesome!" He's like, "Ask your question," and he asks him like, "What's the meaning of life?" And he, I, I forget what the answer oh, is. Yeah, I, uh, I can tell you. Oh, please. <laughs> it was. It's something like, "What is reality? What is a dream? To have a dead cat." And he's like, oh, I don't even know why I'm asking this fucking isolate. The second any time this kid, this monk, this Buddhist monk, yep. still is a fucking leaf on a, on a pond, get, runs into any <laughs> adversity, he's like, oh, well, you fucking idiot. You don't even know the answer anyway. You probably don't even speak English, you asshole. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's yelling at the most powerful monk <laughs> in the world. Who is dressed like a cast member from El Topo? Yeah. This guy is in this ridiculous purple 
balloon garb. I have no idea what this outfit is. You're right. It's like it could go El Topo. He might expose himself at any moment. (laughs) Or he might cast a spell or something and turn him into a frog. He's kind of wizardly. I would like him to go all Gordon Liu and Kill Bill Volume 2 and rip this kid's eye right out. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. But that didn't happen. But I just love how it's like, you know, you had one question to ask this fella, and you asked him some douchebag, run-of-the-mill, there's yep. no actual yeah. answer to it question. Exactly. You stupid, walking, cliched American this is the dumbass. Wi- this is the wisest man you'll ever meet in your life, and yeah. you're treating him like a Snapple bottle or something. <laughs> <laughs> or even ask him, you know, ask him a meaningful thing. Like, look, I got a lot of beef with this, like, six-foot-two... Be ponytailed rich kid in America that pants to me. How do I beat him? You know what I mean. Will like, I ever beat Trevor God at all? Sure. Which is, I think. How do I prevent someone there? How do I prevent someone from pantsing me? What is the proper stance? You must wear a belt <laughs> and <laughs> suspenders. Here I am. Try to pants me, Mister Data. Also, Got you. Maybe not give a fuck, and maybe not enter these frivolous fighting matches for your own empty pride. Well, because yeah. that's. It's the biggest question of it all, right? Mm-hmm. Where is this all leading? Right. What are you doing this for? Well, th- this is when it gets really weird because he comes back down the hill and like everyone's like th- they slow clap because he's the best monk of them all because he's white and <laughs> they're like oh uh, and he's like you know what congratulations you are now a Shaolin monk um, because you have already expressed that you don't want to stay here uh, as a monk right you can just go like you <laughs> you could just go yeah we have one final graduation ceremony that really seals the deal but uh you can just get the hell out of here <laughs> but it's amazing like so they are you allowed to audit classes with these guys like what <laughs> That's are we talking about is, he's that annoying 70 year old person who had a 60 percent <laughs> discount on the class admission i'm here till i die <laughs> But that's his senior auditor. But that's what's bullshit about this, because no way, right? No, you can't just go in there and you have to make that commitment. That's the only reason they're spending their time and resources. Right. But, like, they're totally cool with, like, okay, you could train fighting with us, and then then you're done. Go back to America. Like, you don't have, like, a residency or something (laughs) assigned to some temple to, like... Pay out your dues a little bit. And also, like, the whole point is not about the fighting for them. It's all about everything else. So, like, why would you put the fighting in the wrong hands? Because this guy's just going to go to the local blockbuster and start kicking people. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) nobody needs that. (laughs) So, 9 11, 12 people kicked at blockbuster. (laughs) (laughs) Local white monk appears to be perpetrator. War with China imminent now that the white monk has returned. Uh, Bar, it came back to bite me in the ass. Deregulated those dojos. Now this guy's he's just going overseas. He's getting all this radical training, Bar. And then he's coming back on our soil. And we're just reaping what he sows. Our blockbusters aren't safe, Bar. <laughs> Can't went, even go in to rent Fletch Lives, Bar. Black, black, what? <laughs> Blockbusters, the building blocks of society. <laughs> I was going to go in there to, to rent the edited Bad Lieutenant Bar, the one that I love. <laughs> Don't have to watch Harvey Keitel's ding singing along in that movie bar. Blockbuster edited out all the parts I don't want to watch. No, thank you. Not going to do it. Not going to watch that ding Not after the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Fell for it once, Bar. Not going to fall for that ding again. I read the Family Values Reviews bar. They tell me when there's a ding-a-ling alert. 
Hey, ding-a-ling alert, motherfucker. <laughs> ding-a-ling alert all over your way. <laughs> I get to finish the year out. <laughs> you didn't want to see Harvey's ding-a-ling, but you're seeing mine. I'm moving in, motherfucker. <laughs> That's American politics for you. In a nutshell. Um, so the final Listen, listen a game show host might be our president, okay? <laughs> That's so, true. So the last <laughs> challenge he does, he's like, no, I want to do it anyway just because. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. whatever. You know what? Whatever the fuck, whatever. Also, I'm Thousands going... of years of tradition. <laughs> you know what? Burn those scrolls, why don't you? Also, I'm going first. <laughs> yes. This fucking pig. If anything, it's like, we're going to let everyone else go. And then if you still want to, if there's enough time left <laughs> in the ceremony, you can go through. And so he goes through this thing. It's like the pit of the whatever, and it's basically him the, fighting wooden robots. This is amazing. There, <laughs> it takes the, forever the with these show, wooden robots. Yeah, the Shaolins have developed wooden robots. This I, is a deleted scene from Thor. And you'd think that's like like some of them are like you're obviously moving on like 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 a track, like yeah. it's just coming at you. Right. But then their arms and legs move, and then eventually one of the robots is like. I'll grab him from the back. You two other robots punch him in the stomach. <laughs> These wooden robots have got him in a little headlock. Dude, they, they definitely a, have amazing. a mind of their own. There's a mind of their own going. It's a hive collective mind. Now, they mafia happens. beat this kid for like an hour. Yeah. Remember that one wooden robot that's just Robert De Niro kicking that guy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true. Go get your fucking shine box. And wooden then... robot. <laughs> but it's like, okay, now, are these robots... Are there like, are there like robots? Are they sentient beings? Possibly. No. Yes, definitely. But are, are there like robot innards, like mechanical innards, or is this a magic spell robot? It's, I think there's some mysticism. Initially, to your point, Eric, it does seem like it's all ropes, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, I think at some point, yes, yeah, somewhere it's it either crosses like, over, it, dude. It does cross over to a weird degree. Yeah, there's they're like, either enchanted or bejeweled with actual or, like gears. Are oh, we yeah. all? Is this just Fat Ghost Stream on the Hollow Deck? <laughs> Now is my time to shine. I operate the obstacle course, Fat Ghost. Maybe that's what it is. It's like it's it's the ghosts of fallen, failed monks that are now <laughs> inhabiting the bodies of of the oh. wooden dummies. Yeah, like Patrick Swayze in Ghost. Exactly mm-hmm. like or Patrick Vincent Chevelli in Ghost. <laughs> exactly like Vincent Chevelli in Ghost. <laughs> I mean, he beats the like they do. He does. They do have him in a headlock and are beating the crap out of him. But somehow, so like, awesome. he finds the inner white guy strength to beat them all, and he he escapes. Dude, and what they do? This is some bullshit. I'm trying to be a filmmaker. Yeah, oh, I hated that here from uh, Mr. Lowe. But uh, at the at the like, he just seemingly just runs out at one point, like mm-hmm. out of the 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 exit of this temple thing or whatever, and they all start cheering him. And you're like, well, that's terrible. I didn't see anything. And then, like, this kid artfully looks back, and the camera gets him in just the right light. And then we just flash back to three minutes beforehand, and he's fighting these robots again. Bad move, movie. <laughs> I'm not impressed by that. I will say one thing. Um, this guy can't act as well as Ra- uh, Ralph Macchio. However, yeah. much better martial artist mu- in much better shape. Like he, This guy, he, he's he is. doing most of the work. Like 60% of the time, it's actually him. And then like the real hard stuff they bring in. Right, yeah. They couldn't afford someone else to do it, right? <laughs> well, what's interesting, though, is there's definitely some scenes, at least early on in the movie, uh, where they're definitely going at like half speed. And I don't know if they're using like... 
rehearsal takes or what. But yeah. a lot of this movie, I was like, why did they hire this guy? He can't act, and he can't do these fight moves fast enough. Yeah, yeah. And then by the end of the movie, he's doing it. And I, I don't think it's a thing where it's like, he learned to be a better fighter. That didn't happen. <laughs> he just, learned to just be eh, three de- degrees less piggish, if you will. Mm-hmm. So he wins, and he gets all of the prizes, and they're like, oh, um, we just wasted six months of our time and all of the rice yep. that we had and oh, all yeah. the, the stuff and blah, blah, blah. By the way, goodbye. And they're like, oh, you know, we are going to this uh, expo. The Shaolin monks are going to some karate expo in, in Shanghai. Shanghai. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's some sort of martial arts expo. Man, an I don't, expo. I don't know. I don't, I don't, they're flaunting it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, they, we'd like you and... Uh, Gao and is selected um, to, to fight. To fight, yes. And then like, you can come and be, be like my, my, my buddy there if you Carry want. Carry Gao's suitcase, you piece of shit. And it's like, okay, cool. And... Wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you fucking know it? Trevor got it all this there. It's but, like, oh man, it's like the worst high school reunion ever. Before we get <laughs> to the expo itself, when they're traveling, this is what strikes me as very weird. And, oh, and oh, this yeah. happens several times in the movie. They're traveling oh, wait, by yeah, train. Yeah, this is bullshit. They're traveling by train, and like everyone's dressed as a monk. Yep. And he's just like wearing his Giants fucking jersey or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. Wearing his Jeff Hostetler f- jersey. <laughs> But it's like, what the fuck are you doing, asshole? You're going with monks. You're you're representing the temple. Why are you wearing your giant's fucking t-shirt? Well, they they, they give him this bizarre position, right? Like it's he's not a monk and he's not not a monk. Right. He's, he's somewhere like, in the middle. He's like Screech and Saved by the Bell, the new class. <laughs> like you're still there, but what you have is not a job. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's great too because the abbot's just like, uh, no, 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 you sit up front. Oh, but I want to sit with you guys. The uh, seats are not all together, so... <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't want to sit next to a guy in a Mets hat spitting on the floor right now. <laughs> no, they do it because, dude, they are setting him up with the Lady Fair. Oh, you're right. Because He's then that celibate fel- monks are like, oh, I lo- young love conquers all. Listen, you know what? Get it wet on this train, because when we get to this fucking expo, you put it back in your pants, <laughs> goddammit. You're a monk. Act <laughs> like it. I guess. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> and then he sees Confusing, the... isn't it? <laughs> That's life in the Nexus for you. Goodbye. <laughs> wait for me, <laughs> So he's like, why don't you go up front? And he sees his lady friend, and they start oh, making right, right. out. And I'm like... They get to second base. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's only so much room in a train car <laughs> bathroom, okay? Yeah. And, Wait, he's not home running it? No, not in a train car bathroom. But he's got his Mets hat on. He's ready to round those bases. He beat all those wooden robots? I mean, come on. <laughs> nah, he and Gao were laughing at a nudie mag before they left for the train station. So he took care of it. But so they get to the expo. It's the last scene in the movie. Wouldn't you know Trevor got it all shows up? <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? I'm looking at the clock like 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, wait, who's this guy? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, the villain of the movie. And then you realize this film has spent like an hour and a half without an antagonist anywhere. The antagonist was Drew himself. It That's, really was. Yeah. You know, this movie's like a mirror. It really makes you give a good look at yourself. Mm-hmm. When you realize you got duped by American Shaolin <laughs> colon king of the kickboxers, too. <laughs> So uh, him and Gao fight. Oh, you know, he, he sees uh, 
He sees Drew Carson and he's like, oh, hey, it's the kid I pants. Nice haircut, <laughs> you fucking monk. Which, by the way, it's been so much time later. He's got a shaved head. How are you? And you're, Never you're would have China, ever. How are no. you going to recognize? You're Trevor got it all. You're high on all sorts of cocaine in the first place, dude. You've pants okay. at least seven people since then. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, been, that's been your move. You've been pantsing across the USA, which, by the way, would be a great arcade game, sort of like what cruising USA. Oh, yeah. But you're like driving around and then getting out of the car and like, Pantsing people and then oh, yeah. driving to the next place, <laughs> oh, totally. pantsing someone. It would have to be people like using uh, public telephones, like that. Because yeah. that oh, yep. yeah. that's the move. <laughs> that is the move. He walks into this arena and he's got like babes on each arm, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're walking, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, ladies! I think I smell someone I pantsed in here before." <laughs> and he spots this dude in this huge crowd, and he's like, "Oh, hey, Drew Carson." Remember those tidy whities pretty mightily. And then there's like some other guy in the other end, like, oh my god, he didn't see me. Thank God. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to get pantsed again. <laughs> but the in ref- therapy for years after Trevor got it all publicly humiliated. The me. ref is like, oh, that's that guy that pantsed me. Oh man, I better be on my toes looking out for pantsing as the referee. <laughs> I remember the famous Drew Carson pantsing at the All Valley. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> So, he like shoves yeah. him or whatever, and Drew's like, "I'm a monk now, man. You know, I don't even think about that pantsing. Although I, that's the whole reason for my being at this point. I literally became a monk <laughs> due to pantsing. Like he should thank him for changing his life. For yeah. The better, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? He doesn't do that though, which leads me to believe that this kid's still just a piggish American. He is still a piggish American. So Gao gets beaten by Trevor. Oh, big time, mercilessly, big, bad beating. And again, this is an expo. Like, it, <laughs> remember everybody, it's an expo, <laughs> and it's a you know what I mean. Like, it, Did no, everyone uh, fill out the uh, newsletter mailing list? <laughs> <laughs> we want to be able to remind you about the date for next year's expo. No, no, no. St- stop the fight. We really have to mention the sign-in sheet, guys. <laughs> there have been a couple of people who think uh, they don't have to sign in. I'm not going to name names, but uh, one of them, the uh, title of an abbot. And uh, if you <laughs> thought it was too, uh, too important to sign in. Uh, and if you guys enjoy Trevor's fight, you can see Got It All uh, drop in trow, uh, his his speech and uh, and workshop on how to pants your opponent. That's tomorrow, two to four in the uh, in the pavilion there. Wow, let me tell you, a two hour pantsing workshop. Well, you got to get everyone. You got to break people into teams, well, it gets, right? It gets intensive. I'll tell you what, this expo's got it all. Okay, you ever want to pants someone wearing long johns? A little extra effort. You don't expect it sometimes, but. <laughs> I'm telling you, you go to some of these martial art tournaments in Canada, you're going to find some long johns. That's true. They prep you for all sorts of scenarios. Oh, yeah. How to disarm a cummerbund. <laughs> yeah. if you're, I mean, look, if you're at a high society party, you want to pants somebody, uh-oh, yeah. they have a cummerbund. Or, you also, know, Battle of the Bulge, when the guy has <laughs> a dick so big that it actually embarrasses you when you pants him. What do you do then? Oh, then you're just, I don't think there's any coming back from that. Or, you know, you Take find yourself. Find out. You find yourself in the middle of a Starfleet mission. You want to pants your captain and his unitard. What are you going to do? God it all is going to tell you how to rip that zipper in one swift motion. <laughs> yeah, rip the zip. It's simple. Remember it. Rip the zip. And that's a, th- that's a good thing. It's, it's not just all talking. There's a lot of activities. It's, yes. You're breaking into pairs. He's yep. going to you know, examine technique. It's, it's a big, intensive course. Somehow it's all sponsored by MeUndies.com, which I don't <laughs> understand how that's working. So... 
Um, he beats the shit out of Gao, and again, like, there's no ref in the ring. There's no point system. It's apparently a street fight in and the dude, middle. This of- is like the fucking ECW. I mean, <laughs> what is going on here? He's got his th- his leg on Gao's throat, about to break his neck, and he's like, "I want him. I want Drew Carson. I'm gonna pants that motherfucker <laughs> in front of everybody." <laughs> You're all going to see his willy. And then the abbot's like reluctantly like, all right, all right. right." Like sometimes someone needs to be taught a lesson. Oh, yeah. It's it's abbot code for go beat the shit out of that ponytail prick. Try and get a Buddhist to say sometimes (laughs) people need to be taught a lesson. Oh, no. Here comes Taz running down the ramp with some barbed wire or some shit. All, ECW. ECW. all that other guy whose name I don't remember is doing that spider move or something. <laughs> Rob Van Dam? I don't know. Sure. Um, Listen, it, my wrestling knowledge is lacking enough. Get me talking about ECW. I can tell you about barbed wire, thumbtacks, and Taz. <laughs> and how when they used to air ECW rerun things on like local upstate cable or whatever... Ten times out of ten, these late-night Saturday broadcasts, the commercial break was always porno chat lines. <laughs> they knew who was watching ECW wrestling reruns. You know what my, my wrestling knowledge is? Vaudeville. <laughs> I know. I remember when Boxcar Joe went up against Hobo Bill. <laughs> wow, you're a real, uh, you know, an old-timer, a real true believer. Yeah, you know, I, 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 that's when it was pure, frankly. So, so they fight. They fight. He and like uh, I think the first time maybe uh, Drew beats him a little bit. He's a little better than he thought he was. Yeah. And then at this point, um, and he's he's got it. he beats him and like he beats him to the ground and he picks him up. Right. He's like he offers his hand in friendship yes. because he has grown a little bit. Right. This is when he. Oh, I mean, look, look. <laughs> I know you're a monk. I know you spent so much time sure. learning about inner peace and all that stuff. Yes. The one thing you gotta know about this opponent when you enter the ring is at some point. He's going to try and pants you. That is his thing. He tells Gao before Gao starts his match. He's like, by the way, this dude's totally going to try to cheat and pull your pants down. (laughs) Keep your eyes wide open for a pantsing. So he beats him and he, he tries. He offers his hand in friendship. And wouldn't you know, he pantses him. Like, but he gets a half one on him. It's a half pantsing. And this is where at this martial arts expo. Someone has to come out and be like, what are you doing? This is a martial arts expo and arrest this guy. Yeah. Or at least kick him out. But they just let this lecture tomorrow or something. Oh, yeah. That workshop's canceled. (laughs) Two to four. More like never to never. Uh, Yeah. Like they all the crowd is totally into it. And all of a sudden it's like you are watching professional wrestling. because They're like, boo, a pantsing. And it's like, (laughs) no, boo. He's taking a dump on your culture. The ponytail's bad enough. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody wants to watch in Shanghai is two white guys fight each other while pantsing. <laughs> but at the, you know at the Shanghai Martial Arts Expo. That might actually go over well. You never know. <laughs> but so, like, what? Drew beats the shit out of this guy. He beats the shit out of him a second time. And our ridiculous freeze frame ending is he pulls him up and he's trying to, like, Pull Goddard's arm up as like we're both winners, right? And what? it's like freeze frame. That's it. Cut. No, you're missing the the, oh. the last line of the film, Ooh. which is the most insane ending to this movie. Is the Abbott stands up? Yes. After you know he this guy uh, you know uh, weasels his way out of a pantsing and then like raises this guy <laughs> like up. we've all done. The, the Abbott the stands up and is like, we're all gonna get laid. <laughs> 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 
he points at this white guy that has fleeced him at a karate lessons, essentially. He, he quanned him at a karate lesson. Oh, you got quanned. <laughs> he goes, he, he points at this kid that isn't even going to be at the temple full time. And he goes, the future of Shaolin. Oh, yeah. Take that, Chinese culture. And then he puts on sunglasses. <laughs> Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Everyone's, everyone's being handed tropical drinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what? So let's dance. No, it's not any way you any way you want it. It's fucking summertime blues of again. Course, of it course. Is. Oh man, there ain't no cure for the summertime blues. That is one of the worst fucking songs ever written. Yup. And you're hearing it. They get their money's right. worth. And you know what? Slip it by me once. I might not take offense, but <laughs> but you fool me twice. Fool me thrice. <laughs> Fool me Four, seven times. Th- good God. I'd rather get pants than listen to Summertime Blues again. I would rather be... Like, listen, if someone publicly pantsed me with the promise that my ears would never have to hear Summertime Blues <laughs> ever again in any form, mm-hmm. pull away. Get tugging. I'll wear breakaway Adidas pants to make it easy for you. Yep. Andrew Jubin stars in Get Tugging. <laughs> our next live appearance, you'll have a chance to pants. <laughs> we'll have a pantsing booth instead of like an autograph booth. Uh, is anybody recommending this movie? Because that's the end Big of it. Big time, enthusiastically. <laughs> you know it. So, re- yeah. 15 times you think you've seen this movie? Probably. But like as a kid, yeah, maybe it's, it maybe sort of it's in more in the 10 club. But that's that's pretty serious. It's pretty serious. For yeah. a movie like this, it's as serious as this a four-alarm heart attack. This is also kind of like a half-watch. Like, let's thumb through the Nintendo Power while we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bravo. Maybe breaking out some Milano cookies. <laughs> Here's my question. Uh, I think it's a soft recommend for me. It's... It's it's an hour and forty five minutes, which is insane. That's unforgivable. Um, but it's it's kind of fun in in a one and done scenario. It would be a fun party movie, I think. Uh, Eric, yeah. are you quoting this movie in daily life? You know, it, or like, <laughs> are you ever reminded of this movie and you're like, oh, that reminds you of American? Like, I'm not even being no, a dick. Well, I'm just curious. Uh, my brother can quote it a little bit. Okay, he's he's more of the American. What would be the fanatic. circumstance though? Like. Um, Did you see it like a commercial for Lost and you were like, oh shit, it's Guan? <laughs> no, actually, I, I had no idea that that was this guy till just recently. Uh, and that's because okay. I haven't seen this movie in so long. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, all right. But uh, no, uh, no, no real quote. It's not as quotable as you'd think it would fair, be. Fair enough. But yeah, um, I, no. I can tell you this. In no uncertain terms am I recommending this movie. <laughs> no, no way. But... Uh, I remember when you suggested it, uh, you were like, how about this movie, American Shaolin? And I had seen, because I am a huge Lost fan, they had something that was like Lost actors, like first appearances and whatever. And this was like the first or one of the first things he's done. And I had seen this goddamn Ain't No Cure for the Shaolin Temple Blues horseshit musical number before. And you were like, how about American Shaolin? And my first thought was, is that the movie with Shaolin <laughs> Temple Blues? And I asked you, and you said yes, and I said, fuck me, and agreed to do it. I think this movie is trash. There are way better white guy karate movies out Whoa. there. And I, it's, I found well, this it's... Is, again, guys, we've been saying karate a lot. This is probably... Kung- it's, I mean, it's not karate. It's, the same, what, it's not the karate. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a man. No, I'm not Someone a man. is definitely going to tell us that it's not karate, which is fine. We know it's not karate, but this is... 
in the we hate movies sphere, a yes. white guy karate movie, oh, which means which means mustachioed grease balls doing martial arts. Yes, in any shape or form. And feel free to tell us how wrong I got any and all temple specifics, which I'm sure <laughs> that I did. Yeah, I'm sure we, this was all riddled with errors. But one thing we know for sure that's not an error. Yeah, is that fat ghost is out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's American Shaolin Colon, King of the Kickboxers 2, <laughs> directed by Lucas Lowe. If you want to get a hold of us, check out the website, whmpodcast.com, or find us over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We are at whmpodcast. Right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. Do not forget, the window is still open, gang. Till uh, the stroke of midnight on February 8th, 718-925-3893 is the WHM hotline to write in and request a movie for Listener Request Month. Also, please uh, write in uh, write in an email only yes. for the Animation Damnation Request Month uh, title. Uh, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Your name, uh, the title, and where to get that cartoon. Now, next week on the program, what do we, we got coming up? Uh, it's Daredevil Gang uh, from 2003 with Ben Affleck. Um, that's how my mother says his name for no reason. Benefleck? Yeah, like, oh, that Benefleck. Like it's one word. It yeah. sounds like a, some sort of boner medication. <laughs> Ask uh, your doctor if your heart is right for Benefleck. <laughs> you know what? It's not. <laughs> that's what Jennifer Garner found out. Oh yeah, so this she's is, also this in is, this movie. So this is this that movie. Oh my god. Yeah, the famed Daredevil. Right. The Netflix show is a lot better. Oh, yeah. leaps and bounds. We'll get into it. We will get into it next week when we're talking about Daredevil on We Hate Movies. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Stephen Shaolin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Take it easy.